Hello! He is Samuel Broden. And she is Kristen R.B. Peterson. We are your new play-based advocate BFFs, and we are answering all your early childhood burning questions. Each episode, we are honoring play in childhood by exploring how imagination, creativity, and hands-on experiences can shape young minds. From the quest for the perfect Play-Doh recipe to the epic battle of cleanup time, we've got you covered. So whether you're an administrator looking for ways to embrace more play in your program, or a classroom teacher looking for new ideas and inspiration, we've got you covered. So grab a cup of coffee or wine and join us to laugh, learn, reflect, and honor play. Let's get going. Uh, have you been working out lately? Oh my gosh. I have been actually. And my brother really helped me get into it. Um, and yeah, I feel it's like been going. He just started that podcast really awkwardly. I like it. It's like someone just, I like okay. someone just like walked you... into our conversation, like we're just having a conversation. Someone <laughs> just walked know. in. But I feel like I've been. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello. Oh. hi oh okay. my gosh we didn't how, we didn't see you there how was your work today oh my gosh no it felt yeah, awkward so it felt weird I had to restart that's so funny I love it I love okay. it it's been going it's been going really good um my brother's really been helping me get into it and so I've been going every single day to the gym in my apartment and I've been doing some weights and I've been doing some cardio and then I do some like pool work afterwards as well um which is really cool so it's been going really well i've been just feeling really wish that everybody could have seen your cool moves you just oh man that's right we did i know it was very fancy like a pool aerobics yes aqua rope what's it called aqua size oh i like that but yeah (laughs) so i so i've been doing that and it's been going really good and i've been feeling really great about myself um but it's interesting because I posted on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, um, yesterday or the day before after a workout. And I was like in the mirror at home and I was like covered in sweat. And I posted the picture and I was like, I struggle with my body image and like the words that I say to myself yeah. about my body. Um, Same. I think a lot of people do. So many, but it's like, I've... I'm really working on focusing on how I'm feeling and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthier. I'm feeling stronger, all those things. So I'm really trying to focus more on that and not as much on like what my body looks like or how much I weigh or anything like that. Um, Because yeah, it's like I, go to the gym and I do all this and I'm like covered in sweat and I feel really good and then I come home and take a shower and I look at myself and I'm like uh and it's like I start that like negative talk about myself you know and so it's really a difficult really a difficult and a really interesting thing to kind of work through as an adult it is and it's so it's so like I'm sure that most people listening to this can relate in some way shape or form like whether it's you personally or maybe it was one of your parents growing up that you noticed some of this type of thing like okay so I have two thoughts one my experience growing up well it was um you know my mom was always really focused on like 
moving her body and being healthy. Yeah. And she had like slim fast shakes, but I never really heard her talking about trying to lose weight. My dad, on the other hand, and his brother, um, I'm still pretty, it still doesn't feel good. I've tried to like do some work around it in therapy and release it, but like, um, they would comment on my body all the time. And like my dad at one point said, um, like I, so I have very strong legs. Like my legs are, I have very muscular legs and it always has been that way. Like I have a picture of me when I was three standing on my tiptoes next to a fence, like in a petting zoo. And you can see the outline of my little calf muscles because I was on my tippy toes and like, it's the cutest picture ever because no like three-year-old has jacked calf muscle. Right. Totally. But I did. And my dad, at one point when I was in eighth grade, I was in the car and I had on shorts and I was just like waiting, like in the line to get out of the car. And he goes, it looks like your thighs are getting kind of big. Oh. And then my uncle said something about, because I love donuts and I've always loved donuts. And yeah. he's like, if you eat too many donuts, you're going to get fat. And it's Ugh. like, those comments have stayed with me forever. And the one that my dad even said, like, it caused me to not eat. Yeah. Yep. And I ended up losing a lot of weight because I didn't eat enough calories mm-hmm. and then had teachers commenting on my weight because mm-hmm. I was too thin. And so I, it's just so difficult. And with like social media, like it's just yes. perpetuated. Yes. It's like 10 million times worse for the children in our world totally. now. But there also are people doing such good work on social media trying to like combat that. But uh-huh. if you look in their comment section, like there's so much shaming around bodies. Yes. But yes. the other thing that really, as a parent of four kids, like I've tried to be very cognizant of like what I say in front of them and what I mm-hmm. do and what I all those things it's like a never ending like mental thing um I think that what really woke me up once was my uh family member I don't want to like call out people um I know right (laughs) my like so it was somebody that I'm related to she was a little girl Uh and she said um my mom won't take us to that restaurant because only fat people eat there Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is what is this person saying to this child? Uh What kind of what it so that happened when my kids were really little and like maybe my oldest was five. And so Uh from that point on, I just was like, I really need to. I mean, I would never say anything like that. That's not who I am. Right. Um, but, and, and the other interesting thing is too, is when, so now I'm in a two household family and my mm-hmm. ex partner has a new person in his life. And she, uh-huh. my 12 my year old daughter will come home and say, she eats like her eating habits are so weird. She never eats mom. Uh-huh. And it's like, like they'll have whole meals and she won't eat anything. And so it's so hard because you can do so much as an, as a parent and a trusted adult in a child's life, 
but there's so much more out there. Totally. So oh, like how do totally. we, how do we, as early childhood educators and yeah. parents, how do we raise them up knowing that they're beautiful the way they yeah. are and that healthy is the goal? Like, yes. how do we do that when there's yes. so many outside messages? So many. And that's the thing too, right? You can't, you can't control a lot of those outside messages, right? Even if you're like, don't watch anything. Don't, it doesn't matter, right? All these messages are going to get to them. And it's really, and it's interesting too, because you hear things like, you hear people like nicknames for kids. Like, you know, I hear like fat, fat, stuff like that a lot, right? And it's like, yeah, that's really like, you're saying it in like a cute way, but it's already a thing. And there was, I remember one year I had this boy in my class and he was like four, I think. And he was pretty, he was like a bigger boy. And we were having lunch and he was like really enjoying the food. And I asked him if he wanted more. And he said, my dad said, I can't have seconds. I can't eat anymore because I'm too big. Literally. And I was like, so then my, so then me, I was like, you can eat anything you want in here. You can have whatever you want. You're, you know, all the, I'm trying to like say all the amazing things to like make him feel better. Right. But it just like really got me thinking like, there's so many facets to that, right? Because it's like, I assume that a parent would say something like that. And I know it's weird to say, but like maybe in a way of like, they they want to protect their child from like yeah. being that way and getting, what, yeah. there's so many different things that go into that, right? But it's like, the fact that those are things that children are saying about themselves is just like wild to think. But then you sit back and you think, well, I kind of say you, stuff about. I have to tell I you say stuff thing. to myself about that. Yes. You know about myself. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. I know. I do it too. I think yeah. people do, and I think. Yeah. So, okay, I'll finish my thought on that, and then I'm going to tell you another thing that I just remembered that came from the same little girl's mouth. Yes. Okay. So, um, I don't remember what were you talking about. The boy that said he couldn't have seconds. Okay, but then after that. And then I said, like, the parents might be saying it to, like, protect, be protective because okay. they don't want them to get made fun of. And then I was like, but then we said. <laughs> I love that you have to recap the whole conversation for no, me to just trigger say it all again. my memory. Say it all again. Just um, say it all again. I don't know. I'll go on to what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, she, yeah. at one point, too, she was really little, probably the same age. And she goes. Yeah. There was a, we were like on a train ride somewhere, just like a fun, like little kids train yeah. ride thing. And there was a whole bunch of adults on there too. And there was a, a, a woman that has a larger body size. And yeah. um, my, this person, this little girl said, oh, she must eat a lot of cookies. And then nobody really said anything. And the woman could probably hear her. And then she's yeah. like, my mom said that if you eat too many cookies, you'll get fat. My God. I know. Okay. And then I have to tell you this. So this just happened. This conversation happened yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's it's amazing how much of our life revolves around your body. I mean, it's yes. like a vehicle in life. So of course there's going to be a lot around it, right? It's like yeah. your vehicle. So it's what you have that's like it, I don't know it that, so that's why I'm sure it's such a huge thing. Uh -huh. So um my nine-year-old son 
we were watching, I don't know, Dr. Pimple Popper. And um, we love that show. We watch it all the time together. But all of a sudden he goes, mom, is it bad to be fat? And I was like, no, I mean, there can be some health problems associated with like being overweight and uh-huh. um you know it's really good to take care of your body and eat healthy things so that your body stays healthy for a long time and he goes so like is it bad to have a really fat belly and I was like oh I said well because he's I mean he's like he's got a larger body frame for yeah yeah age. yeah and so um I was like no, that so like when you're a little kid, you don't have to worry about that at all. Right. It's like your body is still growing and it's still learning about the world and it like needs so much energy. And like, mm-hmm. that's not something like that you have to worry about at all. And, um, and he was just like, okay, like, yeah, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Then the other, so I lift weights. I've lifted weights mm-hmm. since my kids were little. I have a whole room in my house that's actually meant to be a dining room. Off, It's like a wing off of my kitchen. Oh, but yeah. It's my whole weight room. Like I have all the free weights and barbells and dumbbells and kettlebells and a Peloton. And I have always lifted weights since my kids were little. And so it's just part of my life. Um, And they know it. And they've just seen me yeah. do that oh, like their whole lives. So it's not something that I like start and stop to get my body to be the way that I want it to be and then quit and then restart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not where I want to be again. You know, it's just a healthy habit. So um, I have my uh, 15-year-old son. I've Like there were so many times where over the last two years, I'd be like, you want to work out with me? You want to work out with me? You want to lift weights? And the answer was always no, 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 no. And then um, this morning, I haven't asked him for like six months because that was just there yeah. was so many no's. And this right. morning, I asked them just like out of the blue, like, "Hey, you want to work? Can you want me to teach you how to lift weights?" And he's okay. like, "Yes." And I was like, "Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. workout starts in twenty minutes. Go get ready." Yeah, totally. Like, I was so excited to be able to show him all the things that I know. And like, yeah. it was so fun working alongside him, like yeah. teaching him just the real basics of yeah, yeah. dumbbells and kettlebells. So yeah. um, I just wish that it was, it could be that positive all of the time. And I feel like yeah. maybe that's all we need to be doing is modeling healthy behaviors if we want that in if you have children or you have you care for children in any way shape or form Mm -hmm. you you just have to model healthy behavior as I have my diet rip you're sitting right in front of me (laughs) um and and also make sure that they know that they're amazing beings no matter what their vehicle in life looks like you know? Yes, exactly. And it's like, you know, this, I don't know. It's, there's so much to unpack with like why things are that way, because it's like, yes, there is, there has been a lot of positive 
forward movement in terms of like media portrayal of yes. like body positivity and things like that. But there's still so much, there's still, I don't know, there's still so many things, especially like in the language that we use that we maybe don't think we think is po positive or we don't think kind of feeds into that. But it's like, even when you take a person who, you know, had a larger body and they worked on, they lost weight. And then it's this huge thing of like, you're I'm so, like, oh, you, you look, look so, so great. You're so beautiful. You look so great. Congratulations. All these things. And it's like, you're, I and it's like, right, it, you know, you kind of, yeah, you kind of do the joke. Like, yeah, I knew I was cute. I just said I was fat or whatever. Right. Like, it's like, that wasn't, those two things don't. Or... And it's interesting because was it, who was it that posted this? It was somebody I hate when I can't remember who posted things today, but someone posted this and it was like, like a homework sheet from like a kid, like an elementary school kid. And it was like, it was like an analogy. And the analogy said like, it said, so, <laughs> it was so good. It said, it said like something is to smart, like beautiful is to skinny or something like that. It had like language. Oh God, it was really good. And now it doesn't sound as good because I can't remember the analogy. But it was basically like the words were put together in a way of saying like skinny equals pretty and being bigger equals not being pretty. It was something along those lines. And I think it was like a third graders homework or something. But it's like just those, even, even just those ideas that all bodies should be skinny in order to be yeah. healthy, like is is incorrect and is like, really feeds into that idea of like i don't know everyone's everyone's body is different everyone's body is made differently Every, you know it's about having that healthy relationship with your body having that healthy kind of self-talk with your body and then also i think like a big part of it for me at least is like that comparison aspect right mm -hmm. of like i'm constantly comparing myself to yeah. other people whoever i happen to see at the gym okay. whoever i happen to see on like so if I'm like looking up like a workout video on how to do a certain thing, right? Of course, the people are going to look totally like ripped and like amazing, right? And so when I'm looking at it and I think in my head like, oh God, I probably look ridiculous doing this, right? It's those things that we continue to say to ourselves, right? And it's like, we have to be able to work through those things on our own so that we can create something better for the children, you know, because... And it's like a conscious thing. Like Perry and I do it all the time. Like whenever he catches me saying anything like that, he'll be like, nope, we do not talk like that. Do not say that. Like that is not what we're doing, right? And if I catch him saying something like that, I say the same thing. And it's like, nope, that's not what we're doing. And so it's like catching yourself and like really like retraining your brain. It's just like wild. Like I know what how I was How much of that now. stuff is embedded. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, I was going to say- when we first got on before we hit record, you yeah. said you look really good. And my oh, yeah. immediate reaction, do you, yes. I, you you saw it? I was gonna say, but then yep, I was like, yep. thank you. <laughs> yes. That's, That's all that, I will say right now. Yes, and that is yes. that is such a thing. And it's like, because even like the other day I was working out and I like finished and I took a picture and I like sent it to Perry like oh god I'm so exhausted or whatever and he was like babe you have to be noticing like you look you've been going so much you look really great da, da, da. and my immediate response was like thanks but I don't kind of a yeah. thing right 
and it's like and then that's that thing of like no and so it's very very interesting and what else is interesting too is relate like at least for me like my relationship with like the scale and my weight and how that equals something to me and so it's like I came back from like working out and like I weighed myself yesterday I think the day before and it was three pounds higher than it was when I had started working out and so I immediately got into this spiral of like well I guess none of this matters none of this mattered I might as well just go back doing whatever I was doing you know it's this cycle of like it's very very toxic and it's very very hard to um work through and get past and think differently about but it's like I don't know I don't want I don't want these kids to think that way about themselves. And I want them to grow up thinking that same way about themselves that, that, that I'm working through at the same time. Right. And so it's just constantly about, it is an everyday. And people like, I've had people tell me like so many times, like, Oh, if only I could have your shape, I would be overjoyed to have what you have Mm -hmm. or like somebody that was really close to me the other day didn't know that I struggle and she yeah yeah like I had no idea you are so confident and you carry yourself so confidently I would never know that about you and it's just it's one of those things like one to recognize that you never know what battle somebody's battling within their brain And uh, like, just to be like, give people compassion and grace because you don't know what is happening. Um, totally. And yeah, it's like, I've gone to therapy over mm-hmm. body image and I've gone to like mm-hmm. positive psychology coaches around body image. And it just, it's so hard. And I think too, it, it, what else just kind of perpetuates it right now for me in my life, like this, it's so funny. Cause this, like we meant to like really loop this into early childhood and like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we're really just talking about our own shit. And, I love like, it. Yes. I don't know. So whatever it's, yeah, this is us. This is what, this I is like it. part I like of it. life. So, um, I, the partner that I'm seeing right now, he grew up same time I did. And all the images that he saw growing up were skinny women, Uh like a certain body type that he sees as beautiful. And so, Mm -hmm. um, it is, it can be really difficult, like being around somebody who maybe hasn't done any work around Mm -hmm. those images and that subconscious like system of um what I don't know that all those subconscious thoughts that they don't even know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thing that is affecting the women in their life Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even have to be a woman like it can be anybody but for me I I'm a woman so like it, it just affects me because he hasn't done a lot of work around that right at all and so like Mm -hmm. I have to work through that with him like encouraging hey like yeah it's there's 
it, it's 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 a lot and it is it's like a daily thing and it's interesting to me too because it's like so many people always just when we talk about like all these things people always will say like or just act like it's only for it only affects people who are overweight right but it's like this body this these body image issues and this body dysmorphia and all these things can affect anybody anybody and any body type and i think it's just important and for me i try a lot with with like kids and with people that i know too is like i want to encourage the parts of you that are special that have nothing to do with your body or have nothing to do with the way that you look um because that's what's so much of life is based on is how you look i mean even just watching tv like how many commercials i've seen like probably like 12 commercials for like sonobello and lose that belly fat and lose this and here's this diet pill and here's these things and here's all this and it's like it's it's very overwhelming and it's like super toxic um and it can really be it can really be harmful because it's like, those are the things that we carry. Like you were saying those things that were said to you, like you still, you brought it up, you know about it, you think about it still. Right. And it's like, that's that those things. And even like, even if there are not things that are specifically said to us, right. We're taking in things that are happening around us and what the adults around us are doing. Like when I was growing up, my mom was always on diet or always on a different thing. She never changed anything about what I ate. She never commented on my body. She never said anything like that. But watching her have her own struggle with that and watching her feel down on herself and watching her go back and forth, it was it was feeding me the information that she may not be saying it directly to me, but that's what that's the information that I'm getting from it, right? And it's like those things like really, really stay with you. And it's just, I don't know. And we have such a, we have such a powerful position with these young children to be able to kind of shift so many ideas that are not great that were given to us. But like, especially with like this, we have such a great opportunity to do that. And that's why, like I talk about things like when children are eating meals and snacks at school, like I'm not in charge of how much you eat. I'm not in charge of when you're done. I'm not in charge of any of these things. Like I want you to, understand your body your needs when you feel full when you feel hungry when you feel ready i want it available to you you need these things like taking away this like i don't know because it's a lot it's the relationship with your body it's your relationship with food um it's it's all these different things and i don't want i mean like like you were saying in the story like oh she eats too many cookies like cookies are good cookies are good and they're fun to eat so i don't want like them to think that like thing it's just it's just so much it's so much there is so much there's so much to unpack so let's end this with um give let's wrap it up with one what we can do right now with the children in our lives to not perpetuate this problem try our best because it's not i mean it's gonna happen because there's so much there's so much like trauma around totally this with people our age mm-hmm. um that it will tr- it's gonna 
it's going to be a part of kids' lives. Mm-hmm. It, you, we're not going to be able to shelter them from it all ever. Right. Um, so we just need to do what we can do. And yeah. so what I can do right now in my life is to just let my children and any children that I care for know that they are amazing beings and mm-hmm. it does not matter what you look like, what mm-hmm. you wear, what your body shell is doing at the moment, just as long as you're making good choices and what is mm-hmm. good choices? I mean, we could dissect right, right, that. Right. It making healthy choices mm-hmm. um, when you can, when you feel like yeah. it at this point in yeah. time. So that's what I can do. What are you going to do? Um, I think for me, one thing that I can do is like, be more cognizant of like the way that I'm talking about myself out loud to other people. Um, and kind of what I'm perpetuating with that. Me too. Okay. And then, and then, yeah, just like, I think kind of letting go of this or helping children to understand their own body and be autonomous with that. And in terms of, when they want to eat, what they want to eat, how much they want to eat, um, and kind of try to take my my control aspect out of that because that's a big, you know, that was always a big thing too growing up, right? Like, there's kids starving, you need to eat your food type of thing, right? I want to get away from like any anything. Obviously, I don't say that, but it's like there are other things that we say that could possibly be giving the same message, right? And so it's just all about kind of giving them the power of like, if you're hungry, I have some food for you to eat. If you're not hungry, you don't need to eat. If you don't like that, you don't need to eat it. Like changing that so like their relationship with food can be a little bit more positive. Love it. Okay, now you have to tell me three things that you love about your body. Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. I also really, well, you didn't say that you love this, but I love my legs. I have very mm-hmm. nice legs, I think. And my legs have always been, kind of strong and muscular and nice. I like that. Um, I really like my arms. Um, and I've also lately been noticing, um, I really, I have a lot of like freckles all over my arm, um, which I really, really like, which I mean, see, I was just going to say something bad. See, I was just going to say, but no, I'm not. Oh my gosh. I, I really like the freckles. I really like the way they look on my arm. I, love all about you too okay um i have a really nice butt oh that's a good one Mm -hmm. i love my butt that's good um i definitely have junk in the trunk Um, and i work it out a lot like it's my favorite place to work it's my favorite body part to work out that's awesome um i too was gonna say freckles my red hair. And oh yes, is like yes. two of my like top favorite things about myself. Yeah. Um, and I am going to say that I love that my body has given me four beautiful children. Mm. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh. tell. I mean, that was a lot, and I. That was nice. I feel like. We both opened up old. Yeah, totally. Know, yeah, exactly. Like, we opened up like ew. Um, yes. So, and I don't. I hope that it didn't open up ew and like for other people. 
So, um, yeah, yeah. you should say three things out loud to yourself right now, wherever you're listening to it. Yes. Or if you don't want to say it out loud because you're like in the gym or something or you're at the store, say it in your head, write it down and like make it post-it notes all over your house about all the amazing things about yourself. Yes. And try to, because this is what I've been doing too, and it it's hard, but it's helpful. Try to catch yourself, like when you start to say those things, and just like shift that. It's hard to do, but you'll also rec- you'll also recognize how much you probably say those things. So yes. Try that too. And what do you have coming up? What do you want to tell people about? Oh, let's see. Um, my. My my book on gender expression in early childhood is coming out um, very soon. I believe What's that pre-orders. It is called Gender Expression and Inclusivity in Early Childhood: A Teacher's Guide to Queering the Classroom. Uh, pre-orders, I believe, are starting November first, but obviously, follow me wherever, and I'll be Amazing. updating that. Yeah, um, I'm planning a little mini book tour to go along with that, which should be exciting. Um, and I also have a book of poetry that just came out. I don't know why I'm showing it. We're not on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I always forget called? that. What's I always called? forget that because I can see you. I know. It's called Bloom. Um, and it's linked everywhere that all my stuff is linked. So you can get that and check out some of my poems. Um, one of the poems in this book is actually has actually become the prologue to a novel that I'm working on. So that's fun. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you could check out like a little creative side of me that has literally nothing to do with children or childhood. And it's just my own kind of thoughts and words and stuff. So you can check that out. Um, but yeah, you'll be hearing a lot more about my book in the next coming months because I'm going to start pushing that out. But yeah, so that's exciting. That is so exciting. Congratulations. I'm so happy. Thank you. I can't wait to Thank read it. You. I'm so excited. Amazing. Um, what do I have that's coming up that will be? Yeah, what do you have? I don't know because when is this episode gonna air? In a few weeks. I know, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be pretty soon. Um, I will be opening up my early childhood educator CEO course. So oh yes. If you are ever wondering like how I created this whole digital side of my business. Um, I walk people through a six month program to do the same thing. So basically following all the same steps and I hold your hand through it and we do it together. So it's step-by-step process and um, then it's a rinse and repeat. So it's six months and it takes you from um, like building your audience to like finding your niche mm-hmm. and branding and mm-hmm. all of that stuff and standing out. And then it brings you through creating a freebie and getting an email mm-hmm. list host set up and launching your freebie. And then it goes into actually creating a whole mini course or a mini product to sell, um, at like a lower price point. Um, to launch and then takes you through the whole like two, three week launch process that goes with that. So, um, I'm going to be opening that up for enrollment and that starts, the program starts December 1st. So that's November for that. Um, and then in October, oh yeah, I have the play provisions club, which is the monthly membership for educators to help 
explain play and like the different things around play to people outside the building. So it's lots of resources to explain risky play, rough and tumble play, how children learn um, literacy through play, how they learn math through play, all those kinds of things. So each month is a different topic. And then I send out a whole bunch of resources, actual like research um, that's been mm-hmm. pared down with quotes and things. And I send that out once a month, the first of the month, but we're opening that up for enrollment again um, with some cool freebies. So that's what I've that's got. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, also, if any of you listening are like interested in like doing this whole like entrepreneur thing, you need to tell them about your other Instagram because I've been loving oh, the things that you've been posting on that funny. Instagram. Yeah. So my other Instagram is called Undone Entrepreneur. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of a little bit of an experiment for me and it's just fun. It's play. And yeah, I'm just kind of, it's just like the things in my brain about being an entrepreneur and the, there's tips and tricks about content and email list building and freebies and all that kind of stuff. And then there's also a course in there too, that, um, people can purchase to get started on their entrepreneurial journey as well. So Lots of goodies. Yeah, it's awesome. I've been liking it. I've been like noticing it more lately. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all today. That's it. Every single one of you is beautiful. With that long pause, they thought that that was the end. (laughs) Yeah, right. If we're okay, that's it. That's it. Oh, you know, did you ever see? I remember, I remember like getting, I remember like getting CDs when I was a kid in high school. And then like, if you listen to the last song and you waited a long time, sometimes the artist would have like something special at the end. That's what made me think of that. Oh, oh, that's cute. Okay. Well, bye everybody. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening. You can find me at kristenrbpeterson.com. And where can we find you? You can find me at honoringchildhood.org. Thank you for listening. If Thank you. If you would be so kind to leave us a five-star review, we would be so appreciative. We would love you forever.